Today on Stay in the Truck, we're going to talk about week zero for college football for the 2023 season. Welcome to Stay in the Truck, the ultimate podcast for sports enthusiasts and avid gamblers alike. Each week, we'll provide you with invaluable insights, analysis, and tips to elevate your game. We can be found on all major podcasts and social media outlets. See the show notes for details. Well, Jeff, I tell you, man, I'm really excited about this week's show. College football is back, man. Week zero, we're going to kick off the season with Navy versus Notre Dame playing in Dublin, Ireland. What do you think about this game, Jeff? Well, when you look at this game, you know, there's a lot of travel involved for both schools. You know, the number has moved. Uh, you know, come out Notre Dame laying 21 and a half. It's down to 20 and a half, and it's even been bet down further than that and come back up. So a lot of money going back and forth, and that, that looks like that sweet spot's right around three touchdowns for the favorite. So um, I'm, I'm not going to mess with that. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take the over of 50 and a half. These two teams have played several times, and Notre Dame – Scored, I think, 35 on them the last time they played, or 40, it was 42, whatever it was, and, and Navy come back and scored on them. So it was kind of a back-and-forth game, and it's going to be really interesting to see what Navy comes out with because rumors are they're getting away from the triple option. They're going to open it up a little bit. And Notre Dame doesn't – you know, they've had all, all season to get ready for the game, but they don't know what they're coming that's a that's a big transition for those it's wide just, receivers and tight ends to all of a sudden start having to catch a football. That's right. So, you know, I, I figure maybe they can uh, catch Notre Dame off guard a couple of times, make a couple of quick quick pops in there, two or three scores, and Navy's not going to stop Notre Dame. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, hey, yeah, this is upset alert and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But uh, I think you'll see a back-and-forth game in the first half, and – you know, in the end, I think Notre Dame will pull away, but I like over 50 and a half. That's what we're going with. All right. The next uh, exciting game of the week would be San Jose State at USC. Yeah, San Jose State at USC, the return of the Heisman Trophy winner, Caleb Williams. Um, you know, the USC coming out number six in the nation. They're going to play that uh, coveted 8 p.m. Pac-12 network game. <laughs> uh, for the last time, or at least for the last year. <laughs> they won't be opening on the 8 p.m. Pac-12 next year. They'll be in the Big Ten. So, the uh, Pac-2. Yeah, the Pac-2, yeah. So they're going to they're gonna get a San Jose State team who is really not up, not up to this task. Um, you know, it, I would not be shocked one bit if Lincoln Riley goes out there and puts half a hundred on them. You know, and and I just I, I think San Jose State's uh, outmanned. Um, my numbers on the game actually come up to thirty three, USC minus thirty three. But you know that's not enough of an edge this early in the season for me to say, hey, let's jump all over USC and lay the thirty and a half because you could see them up by four touchdowns in the fourth quarter and not wanting to get anybody hurt. And why would you in the first game of the season? You know, maybe let some guys come in and get some playing time, and San Jose State might put one in the in the back door there and get that cover. So um, this is a stay away from me. If anything, I might lean to the over of 64 and a half a little bit. But uh, 
I definitely want to see Kelly Williams. And what I want to see more than anything, I want to know, which see it with my own two eyes, has the defense improved at all for Southern Cal? I got to see that. So, well, you know, I'm not going to have anything on it. Uh, I'm going to sit back and watch this one, though. Uh, but one I do want to look at and one that I have played is this UTEP Miners. They're going down to play Jacksonville State. It'll be Jacksonville State first first time coming up from FCS. So they're playing with the big boys now, and uh, that's a 5:30 game on CBS Sports Network. So uh, when this line come out, UTEP was a one and a half point favorite, 53 and a half, and now it has been bet up to Jacksonville State. Surprisingly, one and a half point favorite and bet down from 53.5 to 51.5. Well, I like the under. UTEP is, uh, you know, I think they're going to try to grind it out the best they can. Now, Jacksonville State, for people who who are old West Virginia fans or, or Arizona fans or even Michigan fans, Rich Rodriguez makes his return to, to big-time college football with this Jacksonville State team. And, um, you know, he likes to run a lot of up-tempo, a lot of plays, this this game right here, it, what we kind of talked about several times in the offseason was with this running clock, how's it going to affect these totals? And I've heard people say four plays a half. I've heard them say up to seven plays a half. It, it's I've heard people say that they re- went back and watched different conferences and the referee started the clock at different times for different conferences. So who really knows? So I guess the network just fills all that with commercials now instead of good football. Yeah, I'm not or, or sure. bad football. Bad football. Yeah, I don't know, but but this game right here, um, yeah, I, I'm going under 51 and a half. Uh, actually, I went under 53. So, but I would I still would would go under 51 and a half. That's more than seven touchdowns. So right. I, I got to see it to believe it. Okay, so you have uh, next, we've got UMass going into Las Cruces to play New Mexico State Aggies. Yeah, Las Cruces, beautiful down there. Um, This UMass team, you know, they got Auburn on deck, so uh, is that a look-ahead game for them? I don't know. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, the the New Mexico State, while, you know, they're they're probably the, the better team down there, I'm not laying seven and a half with New Mexico State. I'm I'm just not going to do it. that total is you see it's coming down from forty five and a half to forty four and a half, and it's probably going to go further than that. Just don't think UMass has any kind of you know offense at all. So we're going to lay off of that one. Nothing there I really like. Um, Seven p.m. And, and it's an ESPN game, wouldn't you know? So so you guys will get to see the uh, the UMass and the Aggies get it on. All right. Well, um, next up, Ohio Bobcats at San Diego State. We spent a lot of time on the previous show on the the MAC conference. What yep. do you have these guys? Yeah, Ohio and San Diego State. So you know, the big question is 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 Roark going to be there to quarterback the Bobcats? And if he is, because rumors are going around that he might not be a hundred percent, and that is a he's worth he's worth four to five points to the point spread. I mean, if he's not playing, then you, if you don't, if you've heard anything or if you think he's not going to play, go ahead and take San Diego State right now because if he goes out, that line goes from three to 
anywhere from nine to 10 maybe or more. And, um, why, you know, San Diego state's kind of, kind of a, uh, grinded out type team herself. Um, I did play the under 49 and a half in this game. Um, I don't really have a feel for the point spread one way or another. Simply, I, if Connor Connor Roark's not playing for Ohio, then yeah, I, I do. I like San Diego State. But if he is playing, then they got a legit shot at beating them. You know, what I mean, it's that simple. But we won't know. And you know, it's just to me, I, I like the under anyway. I don't think San Diego State's going to come out there and score a whole bunch of points to begin with. So I'm going under 49 and a half. There you go. All right, and we're going to wrap up week zero here with Hawaii going into Nashville to play Vanderbilt. So, Jeff, this game is uh, interesting to me. Uh, I was there on business several weeks ago, um, actually several months ago, Mm -hmm. and I sent you guys a picture. I stayed at the Marriott. I'm literally on the top floor looking out the window over the stadium, and they had the first 35 yards missing of the field, and then both end zones – were like complete construction zones with cranes and everything. So fast forward to last week, you know, 11 days before game time, mm-hmm. and they put the 35 yards of turf back, but the field's still halfway in construction. So it's going to be a mess just from a logistics for fans and and, and, and all the pageantry that comes along with, with Vanderbilt in a home game. But – um. Yeah, you know, funny you mentioned that about the uh, the end zone and Vandy and all the re- reconstruction they're doing, which people beg for years about that. Hey, are you guys going to put any money in this football program? A couple of years ago, they said they didn't even need an athletic pro or athletic director or athletic program. So, anyway, they're spending the money, but they don't know how to schedule. That's obvious because it's a mess. But but anyway, back to my point about the media days they had that in Nashville, and I heard one of the reporters that was up there he compared it to. When he when he started going to the uh, hotel there, where it was at, he was like, "Is this Beirut?" Because the roads <laughs> were all jacked up like bomb. You know, he was in the middle of warfare or something. But so Nashville's got to do a little bit better with that. But looking at this game here, you know, my numbers come out to uh, Vandy. Vandy about eighteen and a half point favorite. The line seventeen and a half. Vandy went to Hawaii last year to open the season, beat them sixty three to ten. Timmy Chang's Warriors are going to be improved, but they're not going to be that much improved. I'm going to lay the 17 and a half with Vandy. Um, this is a get-right game for Vandy because they don't have many, and they need this one. Well, you know, their their heads are probably still swollen from beating Tennessee last year. So And Kentucky. And Kentucky. Yeah, they finished strong. Um, but, man, I'm, I'm – you know, I said this at the beginning of the show. I'm just excited we got football again. Yeah. Um, so we're going to dig a lot deeper into the SEC um, in our, our coming up SEC show next week. So, um, yeah, so make sure you guys tune in. Uh, so that's it for this week's predictions. Jeff, you got any closing thoughts on this week? No, guys, just look. The, the one kind of advice or tip I can give you is you don't have to bet just a bit. Don't get impatient. We got This is a long season. We got all the way till. If you want to count NFL all the way to the middle of February. So don't bet just a bet. But if you see something you like, don't hesitate to bet it when you see it. And do not chase numbers. Do not chase those numbers. That's like chasing the straight in poker. It just hardly ever works out for you. So, All right. Thank you. You guys, uh, please remember to uh, subscribe, follow, like. Leave us some comments. Let us know what you think. 
And if you hit any, uh, any big bets, big games, please drop us a comment. Let us know how you did. So thank you. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Good luck, guys.